Is the Bible authentic? And why should we believe the Bible? I'll answer this question today in this podcast, so let's get started. What's up, everybody? My name is Joseph Oster, and this is the American Christian Podcast, where I answer questions about the Christian faith as a pastor and follower of Jesus Christ. If you'll listen all the way to the end of the podcast, I'll give you some resources where you can get a free Bible and some resources that can help you dive deeper into God's Word. If you find this podcast helpful, would you consider subscribing and also sharing with someone who might find it beneficial? You know, the Holy Bible is the centerpiece for Christianity. It's an eyewitness account of historical events that forever changed the world in which we live. Its pages contain life-transforming freedom, and it introduces us to the most influential and important person in all of history, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Without God's Word to man, there would be no complete understanding of God, there would be no complete knowledge of beginnings, no plan of salvation, no guide for how to live this life, and we would not know what sin is. So to say the Bible is important is an understatement. As with any study of God, Jesus, or the Bible, there will always be critics and skeptics, and to use the words of today, there will always be haters. Many take what God has said in Scripture and label it as hate speech, and even go to great lengths to call those who believe it bigots, racists, and even haters themselves. Yet the Scripture teaches the opposite of all of those things. All I can say is that truth sounds like hate to those who hate truth. You know, not only is the Bible the most widely sold book in all of history, it is also the most widely read book in the history of the world. It's been translated either in part or its entirety into over 2,000 languages. Many people have been willing to lay down their own lives for the sake of what's written on its pages, yet there are those who think it holds no more value than any other book written by a man, and many even question its origin and authenticity. Is the Bible really God's word to man, or is it just an ordinary book? Hasn't the Bible been proven wrong? What about other religious books? Why believe the Bible? And these are legitimate questions that deserve reasonable answers. In fact, 1 Peter 3.15 tells us to sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and always be ready to give an answer to every man who asks you for a reason for the hope that's in you with gentleness and fear. So as a pastor and believer, it's my responsibility to try and answer these questions and explain why Christians believe the Bible is God's word and reliable for guidance and instruction. So why do Christians choose to believe the Bible is God's word? Let me give you five quick reasons we can know the Bible is reliable and true. Number one, the Bible itself claims to be the word of God. Two books in the Old Testament state that the Ten Commandments came directly from God's finger. Exodus 31 and Deuteronomy 5. Exodus 24 and verse 4 states that Moses wrote all the words of the Lord. More than 4,000 times in the Old Testament, the prophets used the phrase, Thus says the Lord, meaning that they wrote what God told them to write down. The Apostle Paul wrote to Timothy in 2 Timothy 3 verse 16 and says, All scripture is inspired by God and is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction and for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Second Peter 1 and verse 21 says, For no prophecy at any time was produced by the will of man, but holy men moved by the Holy Spirit spoke from God. So the Bible claims that the words come from God. But is that really enough to prove that it's totally reliable? Well, it is for me, 
but others may need more convincing. So the second reason we can know the Bible is real and authentic is the ancient manuscript evidence that's been found. The Old Testament was written during a thousand-year period, and over the centuries, scribes would meticulously make copies of the Old Testament as they counted the verses, the words, and letters of the law and other parts of Scripture to ensure the faithful transmission of the biblical text. When the Dead Sea Scrolls were discovered in the Qumran Caves on the northwest shore of the Dead Sea, the scrolls contained every book of the Old Testament except for the book of Esther. Many of the biblical texts of the Dead Sea Scrolls are remarkably almost identical to the Hebrew Masoretic text, which the modern Bible is based, with the exception of a few minor differences, such as spelling details. The Dead Sea Scrolls demonstrate the reliability and faithful transmission of the Old Testament text. In other words, we can be assured that what we have now is what was originally written. The Old Testament was well-preserved and accurately handed down to us today. The New Testament was written between A.D. 40 and A.D. 100. There's over 5,000 ancient manuscripts or portions of manuscripts of the New Testament. The earliest portions of these New Testament manuscripts are dated to within mere decades of the original manuscripts. This may not sound very impressive to you until you compare the numbers with other ancient documents. For example, there's only a handful of copies of historical writings of Herodotus, and the earliest copy we can find dates 1300 years after the original. There are only a handful of writings that exist from Caesar, with the earliest copies dating 900 years after the original. No serious scholar on this planet would question the authenticity of Herodotus or Caesar, but there are over 5,000 manuscripts or portions of manuscripts of the New Testament, with some going all the way back to within mere decades of the originals. We can have full confidence that what we have now recorded in the New Testament is what was originally written. The third reason we can know the Bible is reliable and true is the archaeological digs. We just talked about the finding of the Dead Sea Scrolls, but there have been thousands of archaeological digs that testify to things written in the Bible. Several discoveries have been made where ruined cities and artifacts prove the accuracy of the Bible. The Gilgamesh epic cuneiform tablets in the mid-19th century, the Code of Hammurabi, the Hittite city of Hattusha, and Sargon's palace and inscription, and those are just to name a few. Numerous more archaeological discoveries could be cited which give witness to the reliability of the Old Testament. Furthermore, the New Testament has been verified as a reliable historical document time and time again by numerous archaeological finds. In fact, there are over 23,000 archaeological digs and not one has disproven the Bible. But notice the fourth reason the Bible is reliable and true. Fulfilled prophecies confirm its authenticity. Hundreds of prophecies are given in the Old Testament, and not a single one has failed. For example, in Isaiah chapter 44, the prophet Isaiah prophesied that God would raise up a ruler named Cyrus to rebuild the city of Jerusalem. A few hundred years later, Cyrus, the king of Persia, decreed to have the city of Jerusalem rebuilt. Isaiah 7 and verse 14 predicts that the Messiah would be born of a virgin. Some 700 years later, the gospel writer Matthew records that the prophecy was fulfilled in the virgin birth of Jesus. In Isaiah 53, Isaiah prophesies about the crucifixion of Jesus 700 years before crucifixion was ever invented. 
Isaiah 53 and verse 3 says, He was despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, and we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we did not esteem him. Surely he has borne our grief and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was brought as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before its shearers is silent, so he opened not his mouth. This simply means that Jesus would not utter words to try and defend himself. Jesus chose to restrain himself before his accusers and tormentors. Rather than calling the twelve legions of angels to fight his battles, he humbly submitted to his enemies. Listen to John's account in the New Testament. When the chief priests and officers saw him, they cried out, Crucify him! Crucify him! Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and crucify him, for I find no fault in this man. The Jews answered him, We have a law, and by our law he ought to die because he's made himself the son of God. When Pilate heard these words, he was more afraid and entered Praetorium again and said to Jesus, where are you from? But Jesus gave him no answer. Pilate said to him, are you not speaking to me? Do you not know that I have power to release you and power to crucify you? The prophecy of Isaiah had come true. You know, many of the prophecies in the Bible are separated by a significant amount of time from the time they're prophesied to their fulfillment. The prophecies in Scripture are so precise in detail that it makes any theory of coincidence fall flat on its face. The large amount of prophecies described in such accurate detail puts this outside of the realm of normal human beings and tells us that God has to be the explanation of the source of the information. It would be intellectually dishonest to write off prophecies in the Bible as mere coincidence. And the last reason we can know the Bible is accurate and reliable is the consistent message of the Bible. Did you know the Bible was written in three different languages, Hebrew, Aramaic, and Greek? It was written on three different continents, Africa, Asia, and Europe. The Bible was written by over 40 different authors, most of whom never met one another, and the Bible was written over a 1,500-year period, and yet the Bible tells one singularly woven together story, and that is about the person of Jesus Christ. We haven't even had time to cover the supernatural miracles that occurred, such as the parting of the Red Sea, Jesus walking on water, and even the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. To believe the Bible is merely a man-made book would be an even greater miracle itself than the very miracles that the Bible proclaims. So if a person is honest and examines the nature of the Bible, the conclusion is that no mere man could pull this off. It's most reasonable to conclude that there must be a God behind the biblical text who's revealed himself to us. To reject the divine origin and reliability of the Bible is foolishness. It's far from being a blind faith that so many skeptics talk about, and our belief in the Bible is a reasonable faith based on evidence. As with many people in our country today, we're blessed to be able to have multiple copies of God's Word lying around our homes. In case you're one of those that has never had access to a Bible, there are some places where you could get some free Bibles. Let me give you some of those places. A Christian church near you would be willing to help you get a Bible. Your city library, biblesforamerica.org, freebibles.net, myfreebible.org, 
usbiblesociety.com, Spread the Word campaign, and that's free Bibles for those who are overseas, the Gideons International, a friend or family member, and you can even look at your local thrift store's book section. There are several places you can get free Bible apps. Version, that's one of the ones I use the most on my iPhone, Bible Gateway, Bible Study Tools, Blue Letter Bible, Biblica.com, Study Light, Audio Treasure, and the Online Bible. There's also another resource, and it's a book entitled Evidence That Demands a Verdict. Josh McDowell considered himself an agnostic. He truly believed that Christianity was worthless. However, when challenged to intellectually examine the claims of Christianity, Josh discovered compelling and overwhelming evidence for the reliability of the Christian faith. After trusting in Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord, Josh's life changed dramatically as he experienced the power of God's love. After his conversion, he's committed his life to telling a doubting world about the truth of Jesus Christ. You can get a copy of this book by visiting www.americanchristianpodcast.com and scroll to the bottom of the homepage and click on the book cover link. As a matter of transparency, this is an affiliate link, so while it costs you nothing extra, I do get a little kickback for each copy of the books that are sold. And of course, all monies go back into the ministry of the American Christian Podcast. Speaking of money, I want to give a big shout out to those who have donated to the American Christian Podcast ministry. Your gifts are always used to continue the work of the ministry. And if you'd be interested in partnering with the American Christian Podcast so we can continue to deliver biblical truth, you can donate by visiting www.americanchristianpodcast.com and click on the donate button in the upper right hand portion of the page. If you would like to stay connected, please like, friend, or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at the American Christian Podcast. You can also email at the American Christian Podcast at gmail.com. Until next time, remember 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 8 that says, Be sober and be vigilant, for your adversary the devil walks around as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Until next time, God bless.